Welcome to season two of the Fertility Podcast. If this is the first time you have listened to the podcast, just to give you an idea of what it's all about. After having fertility treatment myself, uh, I decided to make a podcast. My background is in radio and broadcasting. And I was just blown away, I suppose, by on the one hand how little infertility is spoken about on the other hand it's so spoken about on social media there's there's amazing communities on twitter and whatnot and so this this podcast became a place that i could speak to experts and also people going through their own treatment and that's what you've got here it's uh, a safe place a place that i hope is appealing to men and women and i hope it's useful for you. Now, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, you can do. All you have to do is just look back on iTunes and make sure you subscribe via the Fertility Podcast website. It's thefertilitypodcast.com. You can link up with iTunes or Stitcher as well as Spreaker, who are my new friends. I met them a couple of weeks ago in Manchester at a conference called New Media Europe. And Spreaker, if you're into podcasting, is pretty cool. Now... This episode is the the first of a focus on National Facility Awareness Week, which is taking place on the 2nd to the 8th of November this year, 2015. And as we get nearer to that week, we're going to be focusing on it even more. And during the week, I'm going to be releasing an episode every single day and putting it out there now. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Cara Myhill, who's the campaign manager for the week, to tell us how she got involved with it and what we can expect. Hello. Hello. How are we? I know you've got a bit of a cold. Got a bit of a cold. I'm trying not to complain too much. No, it's fine, actually. Uh, And we're good. We had a... Uh, a call this morning with all the people at Infertility Network UK discussing our plans for the Awareness Week, and it's it's all going very well at the moment. Do you want to tell me how you got involved with the week, Cara? Yeah, I will do. I have been through fertility treatment myself, and so I have an understanding of of the the time. I think was one of the biggest things is the time that it all takes and I and I was very very lucky and I will be forever very grateful that it worked for me so it's an an area that I've always kept an eye on and I've always supported in any way I could and um and I happened to be uh, quite friendly with some of the people at the charity and they asked me if I wanted to a couple of years ago and I'm a marketeer by nature so that's what I do to get involved in it and actually, I was doing a little bit of uh, work with the charity and helping out in some bits and pieces. And I noticed a lot of emails I got asked why we didn't have an awareness week when, when most um, sort of serious illnesses do have. Why, why did we not have one? And they have one in America, which is incredibly successful. And actually, everyone does get involved and gets behind it. And this is only our third year running and it's, it builds every year and it gets better every year. And we were quite surprised by quite how well it has has been picked up by people. Now, there's lots going on. There's lots to talk about. And um, we'll start at the very beginning as the week runs the 2nd yes. to the 8th of November. The list is brilliant of things. So let's let's just start talking because there's things that I know are being repeated from last year. There's new things. Now, last year, we caught up with each other just after I'd heard about the embryo challenge. We did. And yeah. I know that you're running that again this time. So what's it involve? Well, the embryo challenge was quite simply a way to get the clinics involved, but we understand how busy the clinics are. So there's a limit to how much we can expect them to, to kind of physically do. And we wanted a way of, of them participating and they wanted to participate too. So we have an embryo challenge, which just basically means that for any embryo uh, created during the week, they donate five pounds to the charity. 
But on top of that, it's not quite as simple as that. Because what we do ask them to do as well is hopefully, and anyone who gets involved, is contact their local radio station or their local um, uh, uh, press and things like that and tell people what they're doing because it's more about spreading awareness than anything else. What kind of numbers? I mean, have you got an idea of numbers from last year, of the embryos that were created in a, in a single week? You know, interestingly, we didn't count the numbers up. Uh, it was A lot of the clinics didn't literally submit numbers, um, so we didn't count them up. But it would be an interesting thing to do, I think, and maybe we'll look at that this year. It'd be interesting to see just the, the scale of it, because it, to give people an idea of, of, of how much is going on, because we'll talk later about your hashtag of one in six, yeah. but is, is that what we're saying is the number of people affected by needing fertility treatment? That is the official figure at the moment. I mean, statistics are statistics, as we all know, but most organisations at the moment are working on a one in six figure for couples affected by infertility. Now, is that unexplained infertility, do you know, or is it just they've been given uh, a, a a reason of some sort, including un- unexplained infertility, and they therefore then go on to have treatment? Both. It includes okay. both. But what it doesn't include, remember, in that figure are the vast amount of people who have not gone to a doctor or a clinic and been registered as suffering with fertility issues. I personally know uh, quite a few people in that situation. So those people don't even come into those figures. What happens with those kind of people? They just carry on trying naturally or they just put themselves in the category of it's just not going to happen to them? It's hard to talk for other people. The, the people I know have literally put themselves into the category of how, how incredibly sad it is, but it isn't something that is, is happening. And obviously people have different views on on intervention and whatever. You know, that's a, a whole nother podcast, I suspect. Yeah. Going back to the lighter side, because there's so much we could talk about with regards to what people think and how they act and how they interact with clinics. Right, I want to focus on a more lighter part of what you're doing. The week is all about raising awareness. And as we know, a lot of people are affected, but there is a, a way to put a smile on your face whilst you're thinking about what's going on. You're Helping make babies wall is one thing that seems to encompass all of that. Give me a bit more information about that. Well, it's very, very simple. It's that we wanted to try and acknowledge in some way, you know, it's not just clinics and hospitals who get involved in helping make babies. There are lots and lots of different um, professions and organisations and people who help. Um, For whatever reason, they could be uh, reflexologists or acupuncturists, all sorts of things. The list is endless. Who help? And we wanted to make sure this week was about everybody who fits into this community and not just the you know the clinics and the patients because it's a wider community so what do you want these people to do very very simple we are creating a wall on our website and on that wall uh, we are going to ask for a small donation because to do what we do we do need to keep um you know raising money which is a lot of what the week is about about not the main thing it's about though we want people to get involved get involved in whatever way they can so do something, tell us about it. We've got an events calendar, we've got a wall. We'll put their logo up, we'll put a link to their website up with a huge congratulations and thank you to all the people who helped to make babies quite simply. You've also got this cake bake going on and let's talk about the kind of cakes that are made because if people aren't in the well-being side of things with regards to being a reflexologist or acupuncturist or maybe they just know somebody that's affected and want to get involved, the cake bake is quite a lovely idea because you you like the weird and wonderful don't you oh we do and we have some fabulous photographs get sent in we ask everyone who does a cake bake 
to send in a photograph to us. And, you know, some of the ones we get, I mean, I do chuckle sometimes, and some of them I'm, I'm not entirely sure I want to eat, but they are, <laughs> they are some fantastic bakes. We've had sperm and egg bakes and, and lots of sperm bakes, actually, to be honest, um, in all sorts of guises and lots of pictures and, and shapes and uh, all sorts of things. They're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. They're fun. They, they're a way people can get together. Um, a lot of people do them at work or with their friends or, as you quite rightly said, we get a lot of people who have not necessarily gone through it themselves, but they've watched someone do it. They've yeah. watched someone going through it and they've seen how hard it is. And if they can do something to help, they will. And they have a cake bake and tea and coffee and cake of a morning and um, and send us in their pictures so that we can share and see and, 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 and sometimes giggle at the creations. What do you think Mary Berry would say to a sperm bake? I think she'd love it. <laughs> I do. We need that on the bake-off. <laughs> she would absolutely love it. <laughs> We're going to go from one extreme to the other, from cake bakes to this run, walk or swim, because you've teamed up with Nuffield Health, haven't you, to, to also highlight the importance of a healthy, active lifestyle, which I think can be overlooked when people are then talking about fertility treatment, because there the, the needs to be this emphasis on literally your well-being of what's going on inside to make you in the best shape possible if you're going to head into treatment it's true um it absolutely is true and it's not all about running and i'm not a doctor i might clearly say but it is not all about running um walking and swimming actually getting yourself in shape it is about well-being all round. and i think that's quite an important thing when we talked about the making babies or everything about your well-being can't can't not help let's put it that way so um and there are a lot of people the cake bake and i quite like cake myself but there are a lot of people who, Me too. who doesn't like cake and exactly uh, or cake and wine which also is a great evening to be <laughs> <laughs> but um there's a lot of people who said last year you know we'd like to do something uh, but we'd, we don't really want to do cake we'd like to do something healthy um, so we spoke to Nuffield and they said okay that's fine we will put a link up on our website from the beginning of october and um, anyone who wants to you can go onto the Nuffield website and they can download themselves a free pass and they can go to any one of their gyms across the country. And uh, on our website, we've got downloadable sponsorship forms and they can complete a 5K challenge for us. They can run it, walk it, swim it. They can do a combination of all three. And, you know, if they want to do more than 5K, then no one's going to stop them. But that is the challenge for this year. Or maybe you do the 5K challenge and finish it with team why not reward yourself definitely there's loads there and we're going to put all the links on on the fertility podcast website because like you said there's the different downloadable packs so we'll put a link to the help make babies wall also there's information on the infertility network uk website as well so there's that link we'll put up and of course the weekends with the fertility show are you at the show this year yes we are we are at the show every year we usually have a, a really good stand quite prominently and you know, it's a great event and there's a lot of people from the community all around there, all different sorts of people. But we spend a lot of time talking to people who are struggling, people who want a bit of advice, people who sometimes just want to talk to somebody. And, and that's kind of what we're there for. So you know, mm. we do that. We we have our stand. We also have a little bit of space, quiet space in case somebody wants to talk privately. And we do that, too. Often it's people we've spoken to by email or on the telephone and we get to meet them in person, which is always very nice. And so if anyone is going to the Fertility Show, I can't say that now, look at my teeth in, um, mm-hmm. do come and see us and, and say hello. The Fertility Podcast. 
I know when we've talked before, you said you feel that the local radio stations are pretty receptive to talking about fertility issues. I mean, it has been talked about on things like Women's Hour on, on Radio 4. Do you think that it could be talked about more? Because it, it seems like there has been more, for example, in the last, I don't know, six months to a year maybe than previously. I hope so. I think, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, there is still a certain stigma attached and people would not want to sit at a dinner party and say, well, actually, you know, I'm infertile. It's a really tricky, delicate, personal, deeply personal subject. But the more we talk about it, the more people will happily come out and talk about it and not feel so alone and isolated. One of the biggest things we get back from people is how isolated it makes you feel. I know that from yeah. personal experience. Yeah. And so all we hope is that more people talk about it. People have an understanding that actually this is not some strange thing that just happens to an odd person here and there. This is a big thing that happens to a lot of people. It's a massive impact upon people's lives. And I think there just needs to be a bit more of an understanding of that and what it is. Now, the hashtag that we're aiming for everybody to use is this hashtag one in six. We use two hashtags. We use hashtag one in six, which is this year's, and hashtag NFAWUK. And the NFAWUK gets used quite quite widely every year. And obviously with that, we can search for it and retweet on it and and we created a huge amount of buzz, actually, last year on the Twitter campaign. And we've added a little bit of a new twist this year, because what we quite like people to do, because mainly babies begin with a loving kiss, we're hoping that people will take selfies and they will blow kisses. And that's what we're asking everyone to do, is to blow a kiss, tag us in and put it on Twitter and put it on Facebook with a hashtag one in six, or we support hashtag one in six. We are part of hashtag one in six, however you want to word it. All right, we'll get that happening. All right, I'm going to put all the details of how we can get in touch on the show notes for the Facility Podcast. And Cara, best of luck with the week. Do you have a long soak in a bath of wine whilst eating cake after the week's over? Really do. <laughs> Absolutely. Think, well, the one thing we do say is, you know, if you if you can, do something. It's It's your week. It's everyone else's, you know, everyone's week. It's a shared week. Do something. doesn't matter what you do. Do something and shout about it. Let everyone know that you've done it. Yeah, and any tweeting that we can share with the Facility Podcast, we will be doing too. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your time, and we'll speak again. We will indeed. Thank you very much. The Fertility Podcast. So I hope that's made you think maybe you'll get involved if you fancy baking a cake, um, a sperm-shaped cake. I'm sure, like I said, Mary Berry would be proud. If you've got any questions, do either tweet me at fertilitypoddy or you can email info at thefertilitypodcast.com. It's always good to hear from you. You can leave comments on the website, thefertilitypodcast.com and you can download the show notes for this episode, which is thefertilitypodcast.com forward slash season two, ep one. I'll give that again. Thefertilitypodcast.com forward slash season two, ep one. It'd be great to hear from you and um, if you do want to leave a review either in iTunes or Stitcher or on Spreaker as I mentioned at the start of the podcast thank you uh, it just helps us get that recognition and hopefully gets us to buy even more people we're going all over the world with this season I've got some really interesting people coming up uh, so far as far afield as Mexico make sure you've subscribed and until the next time The Fertility Podcast <laughs>